Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Headed down life's crooked road, lots of things I never know. Because of me not knowing I now find Trouble got in the trail I spent the last five years in jail Should have read that detour sign Detour, there's a muddy road ahead Detour, I paid no mind to what it said Detour, all these bitter things I find Should have I thought that all my worries were behind But the farther I go, the more sorrow I know I should have read that detour sign Tennessee, that is Carolyn Martin with Detour, and I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining us in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Miss Bell. How are you? Good, good morning, Gary. I'm just grand. Looking forward to today's show. Did you have a good 4th of July? I had a great 4th. We had, uh, my mother was here with us, and uh, Mary Kay's mom and dad were here with us, and so we just had a great, great 4th. The biggest thing is that we stayed in and stayed cool, because right now (laughs) in Nashville, it is 95, it feels like 109, and we have Mm -hmm. an excessive heat warning out until Friday night Mm -hmm. sometimes. Oh, wow. Old folks like me are supposed to 
stay inside and stay cool. How about you? Uh, um, we're going to be about yeah we're going to be about 94 today um but it's a it's a beautiful 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 day it had a very nice fourth nice and um a kind of a relaxing day which which we really needed enjoyed sitting outside and just watching the bird activity in our backyard <laughs> and oh, then our true. neighborhood was fireworks like crazy that night i mean the fireworks were going off until the wee hours in the morning <laughs> Well, you know, Nashville has one of the largest fireworks displays in the country. So we did drive downtown and watch the fireworks that night. And it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Nashville Symphony yeah. played, so it was, it was a lot nice. of fun. <clears throat> but we have a lot of fun today on the Campfire Cafe. So tell our audience who we have joining us. Well, we have an unexpected morning because we have two guests on Campfire Cafe this morning. We're going to start with Phoebe White, and then Mary Kay Holt will be joining us. Hey, we're going to have a lot of fun visiting with both of these folks, and uh, Phoebe is just an extremely talented young lady. You'll find out more about her as we get into the show But we're going to start this segment with one of her songs from the album, Unexpected. And this is kind of a way of introducing her, Phoebe, the Yodelin Cowgirl. We'll be right back on the Campfire Cafe. I was born in Oklahoma in the rolling old sage hills. And I rode my pinto pony out for gallop on my thrills. And the song of joy and gladness bubbles outwards from my heart and burst forth in merry music. That's how yodeling got to start. Take over, baby, the yodeling cowgirl. As dainty as fairy, princess of the prairie. And became a TV star Broadcast waves and beans and red cats Yodeling near and far My yodeling swept the country Epidemic that all cut Baby, 
<laughs> Welcome back to the award-winning Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Phoebe the Yodeling Cowgirl, performed by one of today's guests, Phoebe White. We have a very special show for you today. Two talented, award-winning performers, both with a great story and music to share. I'm going to start with our second guest first. American Cowboy Magazine describes her this way. Gifted with one of the most dynamic and original voices in Western music, Mary Kay delivers the goods. Returning guest Mary Kay's Holt, is a, her music is a mix of Western folk, traditional Americana, and Western swing. We're always excited to welcome her to the show, and today you're in for a treat. She'll be premiering her brand new single, Easy Like That, with us. Our first guest, Phoebe White, is a 12-year-old from the foothills of Appalachia, in Inspired by music pioneers who have gone before her, such as Roy and Dale, Patsy Cline, Jimmy Rogers, and Patsy Montana, sharing the music of America's cowboy past is one of her passions. Phoebe is an accomplished yodeler with an extensive range, which we just heard. Her bubbly personality, poise on stage, powerful voice, and energetic performances are simply captivating. Performing since 2017, she has shared the stage with a stellar who's who of Western country and bluegrass music. But rather than listen to me extol her performance history, let's bring her on. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, a performer who wows the audience whenever and wherever she performs and has just released her newest album, Unexpected. Let's welcome Phoebe White. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, Phoebe. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. We're excited to have you join us. And and uh, for our audience out there, Phoebe is 12 years old, just as talented as she could be, as you could hear from that first song that we did. But I have a Thank couple you. of questions for you real quickly. So first okay. of all, when did you first find out that you could sing and yodel and start with your music? How old were you? Well, I started singing when I was six, and then when I started, I started singing competitions, and then I heard Mary Ryan sing a yodeling song, and I wanted to learn how to do it, and so the next day, I learned how to yodel. Uh, gosh, well, how did how did Western music come into being for you? Because that's kind of unusual for somebody that's at that time not even ten years old. Uh, how, how did you get how did you get attracted to the Western music? I started listening to Patsy Montana, Cowboy Sweetheart, and I learned yeah. it, and I loved it, and it just started. I just started listening to other cowboy music and. And I just started doing full-time cowboy music. Wow, wow. Well, now, I know that you were on Michael Jonathan's show, Woodsong's old-time radio hour. And uh, is that where you first met the Riders in the Sky? Yes. And Woody uh, Paul, I guess, has just fallen in love with you. So tell <laughs> me about that relationship. <laughs> well, I love Woody Paul. He's a He's great. So I was singing at Woodstock Hill Time Radio Hour, and then I got back to go to the Kentucky Castle to open for them. 
And then okay. we met, and we had a ball, and it was so much fun meeting them. And then I got invited to go to Nash, the Nashville Library, and I sang with them again. And okay. then people offered to play for me if I ever did a album. And so I've been wanting to do a CD for a while now, and he finally got we finally got to do one together. So I was so excited, and I got. Well, that is. Oh uh, gosh! Well, this is a great album. It's uh, this, the title of the album is Unexpected, and there are three cuts on the album with the Riders in the Sky. We just played one, Phoebe the yes. Odlin Cowgirl. By the way, they modified the name of that song for you. It was Jesse from the yeah. from the movie Toy Story, but it's pretty cool that it was. Baby, but this next song is one that I saw you do on YouTube with Riders in the Sky, and it's I Want to Be a Cowboy's Sweetheart. Let's take a listen to that and come back, and we'll talk more with Phoebe White today on the Campfire Cafe. I want to be a cowboy's sweetheart. I want to learn to I want to hear the coyotes sing 
want to be a cowboy sweetheart. That's Phoebe White, our guest today, and it's from her brand new album, Unexpected. Phoebe, besides um, your amazing vocal range and your yodeling ability and just the wonderful sound of your voice, you also play a number of instruments. Can you tell us a little bit about all of the instruments you play? Do you have a favorite? I play mostly guitar, so that's my favorite. Do you, um, now, it, it, no, go ahead. Sorry. Sometimes I play my ukulele and I play piano, and I have a banjo lately, so it's a banjo and ukulele put together. And I'm trying to learn fiddle right now uh-huh. for Woody uh-huh. Paul. Uh huh. Oh, what a great teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's really fun. So it, do you find, um, that's just so versatile. Do you, do you, are there challenges in learning so many different instruments or is it just really fun? It's not really hard for me. Uh, cause when I play, I used to take piano lessons, but I wasn't really that good at it. And then I played guitar and took what I learned on guitar and put it on piano, which wasn't that hard for me. And then I took what I learned on guitar. Piano, I took learned it through ukulele, and so uh. switching instruments is not really hard for me. It just takes a little practice. So it was it was fun. It's it's really fun though. Yeah, on the new album, Unexpected, um, did you did you uh, play a lot of the you know? Did you have uh, uh, musicians with you, or did you did you did you play like guitar on that album? Were you playing guitar? I play guitar. Yeah. I had musicians with me too. Got it. Got it. How fun. How did you choose the songs that you chose for that album? What was your thought process? I chose chose the ones that were best learned and the ones that sounded the best and were more practiced. And then Michael suggested a few others, and then we just learned them, and then I learned (laughs) the new ones and practiced them and and we got an album. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. Um, Gary, what are you going to play next? Well, we're going to play, play Prairie Woman in just a minute, but I wanted to ask you this. You were just at the Grand Ole Opry not too long ago with the writers in the sky, weren't you? Yeah, it was really fun. I got to go backstage and hang out with them. I know, I know. I mean, there are not too many people that actually get to go backstage at the Grand Ole Opry. So beside the Riders in the Sky, who else did you see there that night? William Lee Golden. Oh, wow. From the Old Ridge Boys. Yeah. Mark Wills. We saw Mark Wills. Okay. There's lots of people. <laughs> I bet there were. Now, I'm going to ask you, is, is William Lee Golden's beard as long as it looks like on television. Oh, that's long. It's cool. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Well, that is such a great experience to get to go to the Grand Ole Opry and, and get backstage with the Riders in the Sky. I'm going to tell you, TB, I don't think it will be too long before they'll have you on stage performing with them. <laughs> 
So that's going to be a oh, hoot to be so able much. to see that. That'll be so, so much fun. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're going to get to another song real quickly. This is one called Prairie Woman, and it is from the CD Unexpected. This is her first CD, and uh, we'll be back and talk more. Come here, Prairie Woman. Something to tell you, prayer you are mine. Don't you holler at me. Now I'm going out to Texas. in the sky got to play with you on this cd but the mclean family band did as well and uh, how did you get those guys to come on board with you michael jonathan my producer producer oh michael jonathan's a pretty good fellow isn't he yeah, he's amazing he's great he is a pretty good friend he is a pretty good friend. how many times have you been on wood songs do you know Seven or eight times. Wow. Wow. That may be getting close to a record with people who appear <laughs> on his show. So that is pretty neat. That is pretty neat. But what is next for you? You know, you've got the new CD that's out. You're going to be at the Josie Awards. And, and am I mistaken? Did you get nominated for three Josie Awards this mm-hmm. time? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes. That's going to be exciting. That'll be exciting. So where are you performing next? I don't really know. It's just it's going to come sometime. It's just going to happen. Mom's got my camera. All right. Well, you, you know? She's my momager. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> momager. I think that's a pretty cool term right there. So momager. Yeah. But that's going to be a lot of fun. So you will be. I'll mention this right now. She'll be coming to Rendezvous uh, 2022 at the Circle E Guest Ranch as part of our event. And those dates for that will be September the 29th through October the 1st. And she'll be performing on Saturday night, October the 1st. And so folks can come up to uh, the Circle E Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee, and be able to see her there. So that is going to be a lot, a lot of fun. But I'm going to make a prediction, Phoebe. 
I expect to see you on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry, not only with Riders in the Sky, but also by yourself at some point in time. And what are your musical goals? What would you like to see yourself doing? You know, you're 12 years uh, old now, so by the time that you get to be the ripe old age of 14, where would you see <laughs> Well... I want to be on the offering, make more CDs. Of course, make more CDs. Really fun. Okay. I don't really know. I just I like performing. Uh, you like to perform. Are Are you trying to do any songwriting? Have you started writing any? Just started, kind of. I'm good at writing doing the guitar part, but Mom's good at the writing part. But All right. Well, that's a pretty good team. That is a pretty good team. Well, listen, you have been a great guest on the show, and we really look forward to having you come back again because I know it won't be long until there will be another new CD out, and we want to have you come back. But in the meantime, we'll oh. see you in September, October at, uh, at Rendezvous, and then in November – We'll be seeing you at the Western Music Association. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Thank you we're so much for inviting me. Well, you're very welcome. We're going to close out this segment with another song from the CD. This is one called Colorado Trail. And our very special guest for the first half of the Campfire Cafe today has been Miss Phoebe White. Phoebe, thank you so much.
Well, this next guest has got to be one of my favorites in the whole world. Welcome to the show, Mary Kay Holt. <laughs> Hello, Gary Holt and Bobby Jean. <laughs> Hello, Mary Kay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wasn't she so much fun to have on the show, by the way? We just loved visiting <laughs> with this young lady, Phoebe White. She's going to be a superstar before it's over. I know. <laughs> yes, I agree. That was really fun to hear her songs. And she really, I don't know who is helping her um, pick her songs, but you can tell she's getting a very good foundation in Western music. Makes me smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she is. And, and I think she, her momager, What'd she, what'd she call her? Momager? Mom? Yeah, Momager. Mom, Manager? Mom, Momager? Yeah, <laughs> really good. Yeah. Yes, that's really yeah, good. Yeah. And, and old Michael Jonathan's put a big help to her as well. And, and of course, Riders in the Sky. Uh, we'll have yeah. to have Woody Paul on, Bobby, to talk to him about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so Mary Kay Holt, it's been a while since you've been on the show. I guess back in December when you had a new c- single out for Christmas. Yes. But uh, so catch us up. You've been in Nashville now for a few months, and you're doing a heck of a lot of writing, aren't you? Yes. I wrote a new song this morning with Bill DeLuigi. I can't say his name. DeLuigi. 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 (laughs) Bill DeLuigi. It's my first write with him. It went really well. And uh, tomorrow I have another write. And um, really enjoying writing in Nashville and recording. It's it's a songwriter's dream come true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you and I, Gary, we moved in uh, a year ago. Yeah, you admitted yeah, it was reminding me that, that it was a year well, ago. I, but it is more humid now. I think this is setting records. Uh, it's incredible. I go outside and my my glasses fog up from yeah, mine oh, wow. Mine too. Mine too. But uh but anyway. Hey, I want to get to one of your songs that that I really love. It's called Grit Grace and Bale and Twine. And you will not remember this, but I do. Uh and Bobby, I don't know, maybe you remember this, but Mary Kay had just put a compilation album together and it wasn't even finished. She sent me a rough cut uh, CD, and this mm-hmm. is one of the songs that was on there. Mary Kay, do you remember that? Um, no. Vaguely, yes. No. Yeah, I do. Vaguely. I do. Okay. I do. I do kind okay. of remember. All right. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I always loved this song, and this is a great song. It's called Grit, Grace, and Bale and Twine. We're going to listen to that and come back and talk more with Mary Kay Hope in just a minute. Darling, you and me hold steady in the boot category. Goodbye, city love and nine-to-five living. Our corporate meetings are held in our kitchen. You can't feed our sweet retirement plan. Don't get sick and work as long as you can. This is how we hang and rattle, raise my kids and raise some cattle. Let loose on Saturday night. Under neon lights, our life is good kind of crazy. Keep it together, you and me, baby. 
I thought I saw tornadoes, two of them. And I, uh-huh. I didn't know why everyone wasn't panicking. And then my uh-huh. daughter told me, Mom, those are not tornadoes. Those are two big cranes. But they look like tornadoes. <laughs> oh. Well, you are in a whole different And we're not talking about birds either. We're, yeah, no, we're, talking about, we're talking about no. cranes, you know, cranes, buildings, sure. so much building going on. It was hilarious. Well, I, I have I have another question for Mary Kay because we would visit when she'd come to California, and one of the first things she'd want to do is go hit the wonderful um, thrift stores and resale shops <laughs> and yes. and vintage kind of places. And um, mm-hmm. and I'm curious if uh, what are you finding in Nashville, Mary Kay? Do you know um, I'm finding a lot of beautiful dresses, a lot of dresses. Um, I've lately been able to find a lot of Pearl Snap shirts, which are a lot of fun, mm-hmm. lots of vintage from mm-hmm. Pearl Snap. And um, I found several Stetson, um, vintage Stetson um, 4X beaver hats, um, mm-hmm. hand-tooled leather belts. Um, it's just... Um, Lucchese yeah, boots. Yeah, I found Lucchese boots. I found Lucchese boots. Um, so I've actually made a profession of it. It's a store called Nash West Threads on eBay, and so that's kind of my my hobby is turned into a little side hustle. Mm-hmm. But um, I love that. It's a good complement for songwriting and recording because I can I can do that from here and home. And I've always enjoyed finding treasures, and now I get to share the treasures, which is which is fun. In music and in clothes. <laughs> you know, Mar- Marty Stewart, one of the things Marty Stewart's known for is his phenomenal collection of, um, of clothing and accessories and such and um, that he has collected over the years of, from, you know, famous country music folks. And um, uh, it all started for him being in a, I can't remember now exactly where, but he found Patsy Lines tooled makeup case. Wow! And I don't, it was it was like seventy five dollars. This is a long time ago, but he recognized it. He knew it. He knew what it was right away, and um, that started him collecting what he has. Um, and when that when his collection travels, it's often referred to as sparkle and twang. Um, it came to the Autry uh, <laughs> several years ago now, but um, yeah. So you're you're out there finding who knows where some of those things started the stories behind some of what you have found is probably really interesting it's a lot of fun the lucchese boots um i i'm guessing that they were worn probably for a music video or something and then just yeah there's Mm -hmm. they they were practically new but they just had some mud on them from being outside and no one in their right mind would wear lucchese's in the mud you know all the yeah. all the ranch people know you've got your barn boots and then you've got your good boots and you never the twain shall meet. And mm-hmm. so somebody did not know that rule, didn't know what they had. Well, so fun, so fun. So I had never I had never yeah. been in a thrift store, Bobby, until until I married Mary Kay. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I have been in two, I think, and so from now on. If we're out somewhere. If we're in another city and she wants to stop, I just stay in the car and let her go. 
<laughs> I do. You have a license I plate, do. you know, like border around your license plate that says, you know, stop for, you know, stop for vintage shopping or anything like that. So people know to slow down, you know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. So we're going to get to another song. This is a new single that's being released called Easy Like That. So tell us the story about Easy Like That. Well, with the move, I I just had stopped writing this last year. It just took so much out of me and just some health challenges. And um, one day we we made some friends that are songwriters. The biggest blessing. I just love them so much. And um, one morning, Gary said, "Why don't you write a song for me?" And songwriters hate to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people expect songs. Well, she had and written so songs I, for her children, but she had never written yeah. one. Yeah. And I thought, oh, what what could I write for Gary? And so um, we had a songwriting session um, that day, and maybe that's why you suggested it. But Andy was saying, what is it like, what is your life with Gary like? And I said, it's just easy. It's easy like breathing, easy, easy lovely, you know, just that's the, that's the way I explained it. And she goes, let's write that. So everything in this song is a part of our life, a part of our story. And um, so that makes it really special. And I think it's so lovely that the first song that I wrote in Nashville is, well, this was a second. I had a Christmas single as well, but um, no, maybe I, I think I wrote this before the Christmas song. But it you started it before, song. yeah. A happy love song. So, pretty pretty neat. Let's take a listen to this song that was written about me, Bobby. It's called <laughs> Easy Like That, and we'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. Easy like a long sail of blue sky weather. Easy like a feel of the Easy like the thump of a hound dog's tail, like an overdue check you find in the mail.
like that. So cool. Mary Kay, (laughs) congratulations on her brand new release. Um, So does that mean we might see a new album down the road or will you be releasing singles to tease us? Well, I think I'm working on an album actually. Um, And I just, it's different for me working this way because everything works so fast here. I'm used to creating a concept and then building around it. And here I go into sessions and you meet with these creative people and you sit down and I'm learning so much about songwriting. And I, 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 I don't, I feel like it's, um, a runaway horse in some ways. I don't Uh know what to do with all of it. And so, yes, I am working on the album. I've been recording. um, But I just, it's just, it hasn't all come together like it normally does for me. And not to mention the fact that I'm doing so much co-writing, which I don't Mm -hmm. normally do. Mm So Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel like um, as a songwriter, this is the very best, the very best education for me as I learn. and um, But it is different. It's different than what I'm used to. Not mm-hmm. bad, just different. Yeah, you've had a lot of changes in a year, and you're going to be at the Bluebird coming up. Yes. Oh, so my exciting. goodness. Yeah. yeah, tell us about what's happening at the Bluebird Cafe. Well, the Bluebird is hosting an IWMA Tennessee chapter showcase and so Gary will will be the host and I'll be performing with Bobby Marquez and the farmer and Adele who are all members of of this of the IWMA and the IWMA Tennessee chapter and um, we have a full 90 minute show the tickets went on sale and sold out within an hour which is amazing and uh, so I think we're all chomping at the bit and ready to go excited (laughs) um gary do you anticipate that this will be something that will repeat you know we're looking forward to to doing that because we we kind of have a regular thing now that uh that the iwma tennessee chapter is doing at the commodore and we're looking at another uh location as well but i'm thinking that you know everybody has played at the Garth Brooks, Taylor Swift, uh, you just name it. Anybody mm-hmm. has played at the Bluebird. So this is like a really cool, cool opportunity for us. And we're excited about that. But, I, but you know, I think that they may have us back again because it's kind of in the wind. You're kind of mm-hmm. hearing that. So we're, we're pretty stinking excited about that. And we're excited about the fact that we're bringing – uh, as Joni Harm's song says, putting the Western back in the country, just a mm-hmm. bit here in Nashville, Tennessee. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, who excited. would have thought? Who would have thought? What two years ago, three years ago, y'all be there in Nashville and you'd be <laughs> performing at the Bluebird and you'd be hosting Gary and Mary Kay. You'd be singing at the Bluebird Cafe. It must feel a little well. Does it feel easy like that? <laughs> it feels. <laughs> it does feel easy. I mean, we, um, yeah, we we're we do sometimes hold each other and think, 
how how did our life together happen and how did all this happen but the the best things the god things are like that they you just have to trust and keep moving forward um literally when a door closes you know the windows open and you just have different opportunities as you move forward and um so fi- having the IWMA make a home in Tennessee has been really exciting to find new artists like Phoebe White and mm-hmm. songwriters that I've been working with and producers and I feel like um maybe we're now we're, maybe where western music has not known what to do with the Nashville scene Hopefully, we'll be able to marry all the different, marry the skills of Nashville with with what we're doing um, with Western music, and it can all work together harmoniously. Um, there's just, Western music is just so diverse, but it's a delicate creature. I don't want it to see it ruined or squashed, um, but we do, we really, as a genre, do need to to embrace all the artists that want to come to the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I couldn't agree with you more. And it's very exciting to see what's happening in Tennessee and also that so many of the new members are going to come out and be part of the conference in Albuquerque, I think. Yes. Um that's that's just you know, that's just that's just exciting. That's all like the only word that I can really use is that's exciting. It's kind of like a spark um, that is yes. that you that you are all igniting now in your in your home base of Tennessee and people like like you just mentioned Phoebe that we had on that's in Kentucky I mean Surrender Hill they're in Georgia aren't they um, yeah. Gary yeah. right yeah. so they're yeah. you know they're they're um, joining Tennessee and um, I'm really excited believing that. This will uh, this will be like that Olympic flame, you know. <laughs> the torch is yeah. being carried <laughs> yeah, to definitely. Albuquerque, and um, we are going to be on fire. And I'm I'm just very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're excited, <laughs> you, you know. Tell. And the other the other thing is is that good music is just good music, and so that's. Yes. That's what we're promoting, and uh, you know, with a little uh, little Western flavor to it. We talk about the West and, and the music, but it's just great music, and it's. Uh, uh, I think music has to, you know, there there's been a whole lot of talk about country music is not like what it used to be, but it shouldn't be. You know, we still have the old sounding country music, but we have the new country music. If music doesn't progress and change as the times do, I don't think it keeps up, you know, and uh, and we lose, we lose audience, we lose audience for it. Well, and I think performers, um, and I'm, you know, as you all know, I'm not one, but they, you, you need to stay interested in your craft, whatever that might be. And, and that means, uh, you know, you may you may need to push yourself out of a comfort zone, and and I think we can music can become kind of routine if you if you don't have performers that are saying you know I need to learn a new instrument or I need to learn new chords or I need to test I need my vocals you know I want to take myself to the next level and so then the music is going to change. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And well, we're excited about artists, it. 
you know, creative artists need yeah. to be encouraged to get out of their comfort zones. <laughs> and be yeah. creative artists. That's a good word. And be creative yeah. artists. Be creative. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, it, it is great to have Mary Kay on the show and uh, and visit with her. It's been great to have Phoebe on the show, and so we look forward to having her back yeah. again. We're gonna we're gonna get to another song to close out this segment, and this is a song called "The Ride." It is from um, from her album "Frontier," which is just an absolutely amazing album. But this is an album that uh, she was was recording at the time that we actually started talking a lot, Mary Kay. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like we were talking, and then we were talking, and then we did a whole lot of talking. And, uh, <laughs> we were, we were, Gary, we were falling in love while I recorded this album. Because when well, we I wasn't were. recording the album, we were talking on the phone. <laughs> we were. And you actually, we were. I had you on the phone when I recorded this song, if you remember. You did, you did. So tell yeah. us about the song. By the way, before we do that, you can visit Mary Kay at MaryKayHolt.com to order her music and to find out more about her. She'll have her schedule uh, up on the website there as well, but her website is MaryKayHolt.com. And, uh, so tell us about the ride. Well, um, before I do that, just thank you to both of you for having me on the show, for playing the single. I know this is the, the last song you'll play, so I just wanted to thank you. But briefly, the song was inspired by um, an older gentleman who told me his wife was so sad that she couldn't come to the show I was doing that night. And he told me that she had cancer, that it was hard. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And he said, that's okay. This is the horse we drew, and I'm here for the ride. And so we looked at each other. He's not a songwriter, he's a fan of the music, and we both knew that would be a great song. So I sat on the idea for a long time, and I started writing it, and it was just so incredibly painful to write for so long um, because it's a song of, you know, love that endures, and I was going through some personal struggles that made it hard to really relate to that. So the song, um, when it was finished, um, I knew it was special, and it really speaks to to the kind of love that, um, like this man had for his wife. And I really love it when couples come up to me afterwards and tell me how much the song means to them. So, with that introduction, hit Gary. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the ride, and uh, Mary Kay, thanks. Love you, darling.
Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When we come back, we'll be talking with Sherry Copeland, Chairman of Backcountry Horsemen of America. I can see it in your eyes. There's no way you can disguise You're staring out there at the hills And wondering what's beyond the rise One thing is perfectly clear Nothing I can say will keep you here You won't be satisfied Until you saddle up and ride Yes, I knew it from the start You always had a restless heart Sometimes the wind can blow you in Sometimes it just blows you apart One thing is perfectly clear Nothing I can do will keep you here You won't be satisfied Until you saddle up and
Let's saddle up and ride with Richard Aloyan and Steve Wade. Welcome back to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And we're going to welcome now Miss Sherry Copeland to the show. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Gary. It's great to be back with you and your audience. Well, it is great to have you. And how was your 4th of July? It was kind of quiet, um, but that's good. Um, here, and I reside in Missouri, and we are experiencing an extreme heat wave and drought situation. So um, everything is kind of centered around that right now. And But we're going to make it through and hopefully get some rain in the very near future. Well, I hope so. I, I just did the weather forecast here for uh, Nashville a minute ago. Actually, it's gotten a little cooler than it was earlier, Bobby. It's now 93 degrees with a heat index of 103 <laughs> instead of 109. Oh. So, oh, yeah, that's but we... just uh, cool and, yeah, that's just balmy, you know. That's just sit out, sit outside with something iced and and cold, and you know, enjoy the enjoy the. Afternoon. I think I'll stay. I'll think I'll stay inside right now. But anyway, uh, it's a little bit, little bit. It's a little hot to be out horseback riding right now, Sherry. It certainly is, but that doesn't stop what backcountry horsemen do. Um, we we capitalize on. Um, every moment that we can and if we can't be out there actually in the saddle or on the ground working then um, we're doing research or working on forest planning uh, input or anything like that that we can do and and with being a nationwide organization there's always um, weather that is conducive in certain areas to be out on the ground doing work when some of us here in the Midwest now are working on planning and preparation. And then in other places, um, we're actually trying to get out there and assess the needs and help the agencies assess the needs from some of the forest fires or now oh, the yeah. flooding in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So Crazy. Um, it, it, Crazy. it's never, never a lack. Yeah. You know, I saw, you know, we just had all the fires that were going on in New Mexico. Um, some of our friends had been evacuated twice. And then I saw today uh, another friend in New Mexico, and they were having flooding. And things mm-hmm. were just so green. And it's just like crazy weather that we're having right now. I will mention this. Uh, I just got a, a, a message from uh, our friend Larry McMillan up in uh, Jamestown, Tennessee, up at the Big South. And Bobby, you remember Larry's been on the show many times with us. Oh yeah. But he said just because recently. of all, of, yeah, because of all the heat right now, that there have been numerous spottings of rattlesnakes and copperheads, and oh. they're trying to find some place that's cool. So I bet that's happening. Out in Missouri too, but uh, kind of be careful because somebody just was bitten up there the last day or two by a copperhead. So mm-hmm. if you're out there mm-hmm. trail riding, or if you're out there with Backcountry Horse of America working on these trails, be careful because the snakes are moving. They're not happy with the seat like we aren't. You know. 
Absolutely. Ever, and that, that's one of the safety things that um, needs to be understood when you go out, you know, part of the being prepared, you know, know, know your circumstances before you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that we were going to talk about a little bit, and I guess this may be a good time to bring it up, is um, being prepared to get out and ride in the country. You know, how do you plan and execute for a safe, positive, enjoyable trail experience? And uh, so what kind of hints have you got for some of Sherry? Well, and, and that that's a very good, broad question because um, obviously – you want to know um, the area where you're going. And in this day and age when people are, you know, recreating outdoors so much more um, due to the pandemic and that thing, um, you really want to know the area that you're going. And uh, also recognize that um, you may come upon situations that you're not prepared for. So any preparation that you can make, you know, have a checklist, um, safety not only for you, but your mount. Um, and and that, that goes without saying for all user groups, not just equestrians, but also hikers, bicyclists, side-by-sides. Right. Know, know the area you're going and what the expectation is. You know, is there water available? Do you need to take water with you, um, that type of thing. And, you know, one of the big things that Backcountry Horsemen of America is working on is the campsite, the equestrian campsite. And with the overuse of uh, most areas, one of the big um, hurdles that equestrians have to overcome is non-equestrians using equestrian campgrounds and yeah, so we, we talked we about have really that. yeah mm-hmm. yes yes and so we are um because you you can you may travel you know hundreds of miles and get there to see that there's someone else using that campground so you need to be prepared you know have an alternate plan uh you don't want to waste the effort and with fuel charges the way they are now you don't want to waste that. So have plan B and C also under your belt as long as you are prepared once you get there. And you yeah. know, that can be a simple checklist. Um, there's, there's websites. BCHA has stuff on their website on, you know, um, how to prepare the, the trail riders checklist uh, so that you're not out there because the unexpected – you have to plan to expect the unexpected. And that's part of what we like to share is those um, certain specific items that you can, you know, it, it may be a matter of having a zip tie, you know, in your saddlebag. You don't want to have to carry everything with you, but um, think outside the box, you know, a zip tie, duct tape, uh, that type of thing that you might not normally think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the song that Mary Kay did a little bit earlier, Great Grace of Daily Swan. <laughs> I said, but I was thinking the same you got to have duct tape. You got to have duct tape, too. <laughs> and so she needs to yes. go back and redo that song, Bobby. Great Grace of Daily Swan and duct tape. There's a, 
There's a little MacGyver in everybody, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So you, uh, do you do most of your riding um, in, uh, in Missouri? Um, I ride a lot in Missouri, yes, since, since it is the closest. Um, I have had the yeah. opportunity to ride in other states. I've ridden quite a bit in Arizona. Uh, I had the pleasure of riding in the state of Washington. Uh, of course, neighboring states, Arkansas, Kansas. Uh, so uh, not in every Tennessee, place I would like to Tennessee. ride. Tennessee. <laughs> I have not I have not ridden in Tennessee, but I do look forward to checking that off my bucket list very soon. All right. All right. <laughs> September the 29th through October the 1st in Circle E Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee would be an ideal time to ride in Tennessee. Just, yes, just saying. Yes, certainly would. Just saying. Just saying. Well, let's talk a little bit about what Backcountry Horseman of America does that people may not be aware of because – you guys get out and do the work, and then we get out and enjoy the trails. So let's talk a little bit about that big best-kept secret of Best Backcountry Horsemen of America. Sure. You know, we've as people become aware of Backcountry Horsemen of America, they, they see it on two levels. They see it on, you know, a national platform where we advocate with the land agencies to keep those trails open. Um, and, and for budget with the agencies, and that, that's one whole level. And then we're kind of known on the other level as, oh, yeah, you take crash off the trails. You know, and that's two mm-hmm. kind of extremes. And, but there's so much in the middle that we do that really goes unrecognized to most users. Um, because we, we have a tendency, you know, we clear the trail and ride on. We don't get to, you know, leave a sign saying, you know, backcountry horsemen did this. Um, right. and, and that's not why we do it. We don't do it for the recognition. We do it for the experience that it lends not only for us as equestrians, but the other users too, you know, um, we're we're here today. We're somewhere else tomorrow, and it just continues. And and it's all in order to have that chance to ride and enjoy the resources. Um, and one one thing that we have to do is learn to communicate that experience with other user groups and the general public. And so. Um, some examples of what backcountry horsemen have been up to in the recent past. Of course, we talked about the wildfires. Well, right. when assessment needs to be done, how do the agencies get in there to see what needs to be done? That's where backcountry horsemen come in. We can clear that path so that those agency personnel can then access it to see, okay, what, what, are we, what are we dealing with here? You know, is it a safety issue? Most likely, yes. And then that just opens up the next step for backcountry horsemen to come in and, like we say, do what we do. Wow. I hadn't thought about that. 
I had not thought about mm-hmm. that. So how does the agency get back there to check those things out? And backcountry horsemen mm-hmm. kind of gets in and clears some trails for them. So that's pretty. Right. That is pretty cool. Right. That is pretty cool. And, and then the the next step is you know how do we provide assistance for what needs to be done? And that can be a, a stretch from you know actually rebuilding a bridge that maybe has been either washed out or burned out, or it can be just providing packing services for other groups that need to go in and facilitate some repairs or maintenance. Um, I know we always enjoy working with the youth corps, and we can provide, you know, they're young, able-bodied people, and they can hike in, but if they had to carry the tools and supplies that they need, they wouldn't get nearly as much accomplished. So that's where backcountry horsemen come in with the assistance to, you know, carry those heavy loads for them so that they can do what they do. Wow. 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 Well, you're an important tool and asset for the Forest Service and and, uh, uh, and other providers that are out there. So is there a lot of... Um, uh, conversation and, and, and cooperation that's done to decide what needs to be done between these agencies and Backcountry Horsemen of America, or do you just get out there and do the trails? Yeah, no, there, there is a lot of collaboration and planning, and that that's what I said going back to downtime when we can't be out there working. Um, we work on the planning side with the agencies, um, whether it's, um, you know, a forest management plan or, you know, something like that where we, you know, that that's the opportunity for equestrians to get the input on what needs to be there and then following through in with with the labor and assistance in actually facilitating um, if it's putting in a new trail rerouting a trail for some reason that needs to be done. Um, we, we like to think that we are a great resource for the agencies to come to to help with any planning and then the, the following through with the actual application. Wow. Well, I have some other questions that I want to ask you, but uh, we want to take a real quick break and take a listen to a song from Mr. Jim Jones called The Good Ride, and we're going to come back and talk more with Sherry Copeland, chairman of Back Country Horses of America, today on South Don't ride this trail, ride it straight and true. And I hope at the end of the day this trail takes me home to you. Because we all need a home. We can ride back to When the sun's going down And you're tired and your day is through I could use a good horse To carry my load Cause we all need a little bit of help Sometimes just to get on down that road I'm gonna treat him good I'm gonna treat him kind I'm gonna treat him like I'd wanna be treated If the load was mine 
If you want to find um, maybe a neighboring state that has a close chapter, um, we have them all documented there. You can do uh, just by uh, a zip code search, you can find the nearest chapter to you, and that's the first step. If you cannot find that, call the 800 number that is listed for BCHA. And we'll put you in touch with um, our expansion committee. We have, we have a whole committee that that's strictly what they work on, is connecting those individuals across the United States that don't have a local chapter. And um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, we get inquiries, and we've been able to connect people that were less than 100 miles apart. And wow. From that, then, you know, that starts the, the ball rolling, and that, that's how we then end up with a state organization and chapters within the states. 
All right. All right. Well, if you're one of those 19 states that has not become a member of Backcountry Horsemen of America, and uh, and we've got about a half million plus people that are listening to the show, when you're sitting around the campfire tonight with four or five of your buddies, I think I'd check out the website and and, uh, and get involved and help to keep these trails open and safe for other riders. And uh, I, I know that it's appreciated. You know, I've been out on the trail and come down to trees that were just over the trail, and all I could do on my horse was just try to climb over them or go around them somewhere. And that's not always an option, you know. BCHA.org is the way to go and get involved with that country horseman of America because we can all use the help and uh, it's just a good thing to do. Well, what other challenges are we faced with, Miss Sherry, right now? Well, the, they're, and, and right now, um, economy. You know, um, it's getting uh, more difficult (laughs) for um, people to get out there and spend the resources to do the volunteer work. Um, I I do want to just recap. Um, Of course, you know, we had our annual meeting in April, and part of that is reporting the total of the volunteer hours. Uh And um, I, I just want to report that in 2021, BCHA across the United States contributed 207,000 hours of volunteer wow. service. Wow. And, and if you do just a quick calculation, that comes out to over 5,000 40-hour work weeks. That wow. kind of puts it in a perspective that people can understand um, what the 12,000 members of that country horsemen can actually do. But it does become more and more challenging um, as the resources are being used more. Of course, it takes more maintenance, and uh, that involves uh, money. And so that that is one of the challenging uh, options for our members in general right now. But they they are sticking to it, and uh, we we hope that 2022 is as good as 2021. Um, Other challenges are always, um, you know, competing for the resources. Um, And and I think it's, uh, I I always like to say uh, we all have the desire to be there, and we can be there together. And it's working to coexist with the other users. And that's always a challenge uh, in itself. But again, Backcountry Horsemen does advocate very strongly for multi-use. And we work very diligently with other national partners and encourage those local partnerships um, because that's where it really all starts. Well, and, you know, one of the things right now, I guess, and, and this affects uh, Backcountry Horseman members and, and, and users as well, and that is, you know, when you look at the price of gasoline or diesel today, um, it's probably cutting down some of the trail use by just horseback riders, you know. Yes, because, um, you know, with hikers or bicyclists, um, 
you know, it doesn't take a big dually truck to pull a horse trailer uh, that's not necessarily completely fuel efficient. And yeah. so it is it is a little bit more challenging for the equestrian users um, than it is for the others. But um, that's part of the, the passion, and we, we consider it a way of life. And so we are trying to adjust and making concessions elsewhere. And um, we, we will get through it. It will bounce back. But it is certainly a challenge right now. Well, it is. And the nice thing, and I, and I just happened to make note of this to somebody the other day, is that at least in the last couple of weeks we have seen the price of fuel going down some. Hopefully that will just continue and, uh, and we'll be able to still get out on the trails and do what we love to do without having to without having to give up too much of our ice cream and sacrifice and some of those. <laughs> get it back on group. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, you had some good information and... Uh, we appreciate you being with us today, and I would love to have you come join us for Rendezvous 2022 down in Tennessee, so that you can mark that off your bucket list. You know, I I would down. I would love, yes, I would love to do that and visit with um not you know the we have a very strong contention of backcountry horsemen there in Tennessee, and they do, do great things. And I I would love the opportunity to come down and see them, and so we'll 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 see if we can work that in. All right, all you have to do is just give up some ice cream and just put a little extra <laughs> in the truck. Come on down. Yeah. Right. Yes. All right. All right. Well, Sherry, thank you so much. Look forward to having you back uh, next month or Randy, whichever of you we can get here. But uh, but love having you on the show today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Gary, and congratulations on on the ten years of anniversary. And thank oh, you thank so you. much. Thank you so much for letting Backcountry Horsemen of America be involved in that for the past. But I think we're at eight years now. So eight or nine um, years. That, it's, that, it's been a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we, yeah. we do appreciate that, and we look forward to that continued relationship. Well, we love having you. So uh, thanks again. We're gonna we're gonna listen to a song by Mr. Ryan Fritz up in Canada called. Can I say this, Bobby? Can I say this? What the title is? I think yeah, is your internet radio? Yeah, you can. What you can what be is a what is now the again. title? What is the title to the song? <laughs> Where the hell's my horse? <laughs> All right, let's listen to Where the Hell's My Horse, and we'll be back in a minute. Thanks, Sherry. Woke up this morning and my head was so sore. What did I do the night before? Got to my feet, I stumbled out the door. But where the hell's my horse? Last thing I knew, we was playing cards. Having a whiskey and swapping yarns. I'd feel them flush, so I bet the farm. Now where the hell's my horse? Oh, where the hell's my horse? Uh? 
Where the hell's my horse? If I don't find him, I could be divorced. Where the hell's my horse? Yes, I had a change in luck I met but lost my Chevy truck my Friends don't leave, friends are put, of course So where the hell's my horse? Oh, where the hell's my horse, Where the hell's my horse? If I don't find him, I could be divorced now Where the hell's my horse?
really, really fun, um, a little bit Western, but not really, uh, just great contemporary okay. styles. And if you're on the toolbar, you just go to men's and there's a little drop down menu and then you go to shirts and you just click the first choice view all men's shirts and then you'll see like uh i don't know um i don't think we have a hundred on a page but you'll see a there's six pages of shirts that's on my laptop oh, wow. if you're on your phone if you're on your phone you're seeing you know one sort of one at a time if you're on something that has a different kind of screen you'll see four across you know, or six across, depending on what you're working with. Um, wow. But we have a lot of men's shirts. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So visit Out West Shop. You know, for our listeners out there, if you're new or, or maybe have been with us for a while, Bobby and her husband, Jim, uh, have an online Western store called Out West Shops and uh, great, great merchandise that they have to sell. And they ship pretty much, I guess, all over the world, don't you? Well, mostly now we're national. You can email us if you are an international. We have just found that shipping rates are unpredictable, and um, we just had to say in the shopping cart it's it's USA addresses. But we do have people contact us, and then we determine what they want, and we go get it weighed, and we get the you know the real deal. Give a price. What's it really going to cost? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Anyway, that's out west shot out west shops dot com right yep so so visit spend spend some money uh locally here in the states with with our good friend jim and bobby bell so that would be the way to do it i'm going to mention again that we have our rendezvous 2022 that's coming up october september the 29th through october the 1st at the circle guest ranch and it is going to be so much fun we've got three days of trail riding we have music concerts every night. We have vendors that will be there. We have Craig Cameron's Extreme Cowboy Race that will be taking place on Saturday. And uh, and the performers that we've got coming this year, we've got Mike and Doris Merritt that will be back. We've got Bobby Marquez that will be there. We've got Phoebe White that was just on the show that she's going to be so much fun. To, to be able to listen to her and to meet her. We have Mary Kay that's going to be there, and then we have Tisha Hedden and James Hedden that will be there, and uh, just some great, great talent that will be performing both on Friday night and Saturday night. So uh, tickets for those shows will be available very soon um, on, on Eventbrite. So we'll have that posted pretty quickly. But all of the information on uh, Rendezvous 2022 is on our website at equestrianlegacy.net. And uh, the host hotel is Best Western. And Circle E Guest Ranch has 250 campsites with water and electricity and 400 stalls for horses and great food and great listening rooms. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Bobby is going to come some year. <laughs> I'm just yes, confident of yes, that. You, That's you the time are that the you get your optimist. apple pie at Jamestown, Tennessee, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, anyway, it's been a whole lot of fun today on the show, and uh, we kind of got a little personal with, with Mary Kay, my wife, being on the show. But uh, she is great. Her music is great. And, uh, and 
delivered this. So she is a super person. Phoebe White is just so talented, and you're going to enjoy getting to see her wherever you can. And uh, and always great to have Sherry Copeland on with Beck Horseman of America. And uh, and so I guess that kind of wraps us up for today. Have you got any closing thoughts for us, Bobby? Oh, I have one. I have one. Uh, let's see. Oh, I had to put my glasses back on. I'm sorry. Um, okay. The, dis- <laughs> the discipline of writing something down is the first step toward making it happen. And that's Lee Iacocca. The discipline of writing something down is the first step toward making it happen. Uh, That's a good one. That is a good one. You know, some people used to write it down on the bathroom windows, uh, bathroom mirrors, so they could be looking at it all the time. Every day. Yep. Every day. Every day. Write it down and then follow through. Well, thanks for joining us today. Be sure and listen to the show, this show, on uh, our website at EquestrianLegacy.net. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or iTunes, and I think there are a couple other places that you can listen to it as well that uh, I'm not as familiar with, but I keep seeing those that are popping up that are in the show, so we appreciate you doing that. Join us next week, and uh, we've got Alex Dormont that's going to be with us uh, uh, for the Campfire Cafe with uh, the Hot Texas Swing Band. And then our guest on Saddle Up America will be Robert Eversole. But it all starts at noon central time at equestrianlegacy.net. We're going to close out the show today with a song from Mr. Randy Houston. It's one called Reflections. Bobby, we'll see you next week on the radio. Have a great week. I am the reflection. My horse's eye, and it's good for the inside of me. The horse doesn't care what armor I wear, because it's my heart that he sees. I am the reflection in my dog's eyes, looks like who I'd like to be. A kind, loyal friend, true to the end, sometimes the reflection is me. But the human gets in the way, too many dragons to slay. Still I keep seeking redemption on roads that are paved. With intention I am the reflection In my child's eyes Taller than I'll ever be Where lies the truth The aged or the youth Likely it's somewhere between I am the reflection my father's eyes The image is blurry at best Horses and cattle Years in the saddle Wonder have I passed the test Cause the human gets in the way Too 
Too many dragons to slay Still I keep seeking redemption On roads that are paved with intention I am the reflection in God's eyes Sometimes it looks like the sun Try as I might to fight the good fight Somehow it all comes undone Cause the human gets in the way Too many dragons to slay Still I keep seeking redemption On roads that are paved with intention Perfect in my imperfections Reflections